0: Hello, welcome to Inspired Caring. I'm your host, Michelle Magner. If you are caring for an older family member, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I bring insight, tips, inspiration, and strategies to help you care for the people that you love without losing yourself along the way. Having cared for both of my grandmothers, I've helped manage everything from hospital stays, households full of belongings, to navigating senior living and end-of-life care. And I've worked in senior living as a result of that experience, serving my residents and their families as they've been on this journey too. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Inspired Caring. Hello, hello. let's talk about arguing with our parents or family members, when um, they're not quite getting things straight or right. So my intentions with this podcast are to just continue to share insight and strategies and support based on my education and personal and professional experiences. My hope is that through this podcast, and anything I create, obviously, on social media, um or in other areas emails all of that is that we're building bridges for you to improve communication with your family members and you're able to connect with people more because it just makes it so much easier as a caregiver if we have a slightly more peaceful journey and I always want you to step away from the podcast feeling like you have some clarity An inspiration on how to take care of yourself in addition to your family member. It's called inspired caring, right? Inspired and then caring for yourself, caring for other people. And I speak to you from a place of love. I love you. You, the family caregiver who is doing the heavy lifting. You may be managing the day-to-day logistics or going through a specific medical event right now that is happening within the family Maybe you're the family member that lives far away and you're part of the family care team and everybody's just trying to work through all the logistics of what's happening. You know, how, however you are engaging with this process, I am here for you and I love you. I've been a caregiver for over 20 years and I know how it feels and I know how hard it can be and rewarding. I think about... You know, also, what would I want people to know if they were taking care of me? How can I create value and produce things that are going to help set my kids up for success as my caregiver? Fingers crossed when I'm old. And I speak to you from a place of love for your family member. I love seniors. Tom Husey has a great photo series called Reflections. I encourage you to go look them up. These pictures are incredible. they are pictures of seniors looking at themselves in the mirror and their younger reflection is looking back at them. They are so incredibly moving. When I just sit and look at one of these pictures, I'll start crying because it's, I don't know, it just feels really profound. I just feel really connected to seniors. And I feel like I see them for who they are and have an understanding of how they're feeling and what they're experiencing. Um, I can't explain it, but for years I've gravitated towards our older generations with so much love and reverence for them. And that's what's led me, drawn me to study gerontology and work in senior living for so many years. I also want to be honest with you. I want to tell you the truth as I've experienced it and seen it. And sometimes this means sharing something with you that may be hard for you to hear. And so this conversation around yelling at our parents and grandparents out of frustration may be one of those times because I have to tell you, that I would like for everyone to consider how we are speaking to the people that we are taking care of. And there's a whole, you know, another episode we need to do just around after you yell and the fallout of that. But right now, we need to really pause and look at how we are speaking to our grown up adult lived longer than us parents family members grandparents whatever the tone of voice and the words we're choosing and the energy behind what we are asking them and saying to them so let me explain i was sitting in my office one day at the memory care and i heard this gentleman was there visiting his mom and they were sitting in like that main living area, living room area, and there's reverence and staff everywhere. And he just started in on her. Mom, mom, what's my name, mom? How old are you, mom? Where where are you, mom? Who who am I? Do you know me? What's my name, mom? And it was absolutely mortifying. The 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 urgency and disruptiveness of his tone of voice. I mean, just took our peaceful environment to this next level of stress. And I went flying out of my office and because I wanted to break this toxic line of questioning. She's in a memory care. She lives there. He probably moved her in there or one of the siblings did. And as a sidebar, you know, not all the siblings see what's happening and going on with the person. So maybe it was a different sibling that moved the mother in there. And he comes flying into town wanting to just, you know, prove that he she doesn't need to be there. Whatever it is, it just, it was so disruptive. And so I wanted to break the toxic line of questioning and I offered them a couple of ice cream cones and just tried to divert the conversation a little bit. It was just so public. And it was just, there was no dignity there. And uh, I just, you have to take a deep breath. It was just too much, but you know, when's your birthday dad? Remember I told you that yesterday. Things like that are just, I mean, it almost, it literally almost makes me speechless. My jaw drops. When someone in your family has dementia, and I will say, especially in the beginning, before there's a diagnosis, there can just be a lot of confusion and frustration. And maybe they don't actually ever get diagnosed with dementia. Maybe they don't actually have dementia. They just are, you know, struggling to keep some of the details straight of our very busy lives or, you know, facts from their long-lived life. Um, There are just these encounters that can escalate very quickly. And just keep in mind that your family member has good days and bad days, just like you do and just like I do. Like, there are days when I just, I'm not in the flow. Like, I just, I feel like I have a harder time making decisions or keeping things straight or getting things organized. Um, it doesn't always make sense why they are responding a certain way, but you know, if they have dementia, if they are just at this front end of potentially a diagnosis, or if they're just having an off day, I know you're feeling frustrated. I know you are feeling afraid. I know you are annoyed. I know you are sad, I know you are concerned, and I know this is emotional, but we, we cannot take it out on them. I, I think, you know, the line of questioning, the intentions behind it are different than how they are received when it's happening. Badgering them to remember something that you've already told them or giving them the third degree on something that they don't quite remember the details on or pushing them to come up with something or respond to something that they cannot answer is not gonna get you the result that you want. They want to remember things. They want to be right and have the answers. They do not want you to be upset or frustrated. And as I said, I believe the intentions are not to cause harm or create chaos. I believe it's an effort to understand where they are at cognitively. Or see if maybe by some miracle something has changed for the better. An improvement, if you will. I believe we're asking the questions to reassure reassure ourselves that they are fine and everything is okay. I can't, I mean, I walk into the memory care and I look my mother-in-law in in the eye and I feel like there are these little moments where it's like, she does see me and she connects with me. And, you know, you have this hope that maybe she's going to say, Hey, how's it going? How are the kids? Okay. But it's just, it's not going to happen. Like, that's just, (laughs) that's just not the reality of where we're at. So I think the line of questioning is is coming from a place of of being afraid and upset. But dementia or not, like I said, maybe they're just getting older. And when we age, there is potential that our, our memories don't serve us like they used to. And keep in mind, there are college professors that will tell you that in young adults in their 20s, They struggle to remember things, too. I read that one in my successful aging book. I mean, really something to keep in mind. Not everyone experiences memory loss. But you have a teenager, a college student, there's potential. They're not remembering everything clearly, too. But we don't. I mean, maybe we do yell at them as well. Oh, but obviously... For someone that that does have some cognitive impairment, pushing them on details that they've known their entire lives, like the names of their children or their birthdays, it just leaves everyone upset. And one of the things that happens is they will start to do a lot of covering and compensating to make you feel better. So depending on on where they are they may just agree with you quickly to end the conversation like oh yeah that's right i knew that i know that but actually they they still may not but they're smart and they're trying to de-escalate a clearer situation they do not want you to be mad at them my mother-in-law actually did a lot of yawning it was so bizarre i brought it up to the doctor i'm like she's yawning 25 times a day. I don't think she's tired. It was her way of covering for not knowing the answers to something. You know, when someone asks you something and you kind of yawn and stretch and look away and and change the subject, that's what was happening. Is there something like that happening between you and your family member right now? See if there's something like that that's going on. That could be a sign that, that they're compensating or trying to cover. And I will tell you, if they live in senior living and you have an interaction like that, son did with his mom, as soon as you walk out the door, we are picking up the pieces. They are, you, you leave and they remain upset and agitated and they don't remember why. They don't remember the conversation. They just know, you know, that they upset someone and someone is upset with them and they just, it feels icky. Like the energy just feels icky. So just keep that in mind. Um, It's that Maya Angelou quote, like people don't remember exactly what you said or did, but they do remember how you made them feel. How do you want this person to feel when you're around? Eye contact, smiling, peaceful. So, please, please stop yelling at your parents and demanding that they answer questions that they're struggling to answer. It makes them feel bad and it makes you feel bad. So, I've come up with four recommendations on how we're going to do this. Okay. I feel like I need to take a deep breath and calm down. I'm all worked up. Okay. The first thing is know your values. This is like, I think, some of the core baseline of the work that I do. Go back and listen to episode 17.5 from March 2nd of 2021. I had to name it 17.5 because I realized I named the episode before 17 and the one after 18, and I had not numbered that episode. So go back and listen to episode 17.5. Knowing your core values will help you identify why you are being triggered. There's more going on here for you than then just messing up a detail. There's a reason why you are finding this so upsetting. Unpack that reason. Unpack it. When you know your core values, it's like unlocking and walking through a tiny secret door that explains so many interactions you've had with people. Oh, that's right. I was so pissed off about that because that core value felt attacked. So for me, one of my core values is integrity, you know, being who I say I am. I'm just, I'm doing the best I can every day. I try to do the right things even when no one is looking. So if I walked in to my grandma's and asked, have you taken your pills today? And she says yes, and then I look and I see them all over the kitchen counter, that was triggering. The answer is actually no, you have not taken your pills today. That can be triggering. So know your values because it, it helps with a de-escalation of a situation if, if you can identify them and then apply it to the conversation that you're having right now. Okay, it's, it's a value that's being triggered. Be present in this moment with them. Look at them see them right now. And I know this can be hard because they're not exactly the same person they've been or the same person that we want them to be, you know, especially in the hospital. My God, that is so vulnerable. We are so vulnerable in that space. We have We have so much baggage from our childhoods. It does not matter if we're 36, 50, 72 years old, 85. When we are engaged with our family members, and yes, an 85-year-old could be taking care of a 102-year-old mom. When we are back engaged with our family members, there's a possibility of being jettisoned back to feeling like a kid. We need to stay grounded in the present moment with them right now, where they are at. They need you to be the evolved adult, the stronger, wiser version of yourself. And you need that for yourself too. And I'll tell you, this is a work in progress for me as well. Even two weeks ago for me, I was on vacation with my family and I found myself, my extended family, you know, all the people, and I found myself incredibly upset one day and I just felt like I lost myself and it just doesn't do anyone any good. Be present and be grounded in who you are, okay? Slow down. When you're in conversation, Don't immediately respond. If they say something that doesn't make sense, if they misspeak a fact, a quote fact, don't jump, pause. Look at the context of the conversation. My grandma was asked by a nurse if she had any children and her face just lit up, lit up. And she responded, oh yes, I have three girls and one brother. In the conversation, the context of it, that totally makes sense. She has three girls and they have one brother. So slow down and look at the whole whole scene, okay? And then fourth, don't correct. Not everything warrants autocorrect. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) Not everything requires us to police it and correct it you're using so much energy to help them keep the facts straight that you're missing out on other small moments that can be cherished like peacefully sitting on a patio in each other's company eating an ice cream cone and watching the hummingbirds flutter by i know this is hard This is a huge thing. I hear it all the time. I see it all the time. It's very, it's really quite painful for me to witness. Um, And I know that we all have a lot of specific situations and there's a lot of nuances to the situations, but really these things will help you have a much improved interaction and a better end result. Because isn't that what we want? We just want to feel like we're, being helpful and doing the right things and that we're being there for them. If you need more tools and support, I have options for you. Connect with me on Facebook, Michelle Magner. I'm constantly doing lives and sharing fun things and information. So let's connect on social media. I'm on Instagram as well. I'm just ramping up my activity there go to my website and join my email list. I would love to connect with you there. I have some upcoming free webinars on dementia. I would love for you to register for one of those and and come participate in that. You can join my 12-week group program. We discuss topics exactly like this together. Our values, strategies, and tools. and and a lot of life coach type material interwoven with being a family caregiver. This is exactly what we're talking about. My next group session begins September 20th. Reach out to me for a consult. I do work privately with family caregivers. I have limited spots available, but I would love to talk with you about how I would be able to help you and your family. Okay. Woo. Listen, you are doing a great job, a great job. And I see you and I'm here for you and I love you. And they are so lucky. They are so lucky to have you. Look forward to seeing you next time.